Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, sponsored by Hospital IQ. I'm Alexandra Pecci, Revenue Cycle Editor for Health Leaders. Joining me today is Jason Harbour, Hospital IQ's Executive Vice President of Operations. Today we'll be discussing common challenges in managing hospital operations, the importance of having access to real-time data, and the power of predictive analytics. Jason is an entrepreneurial senior leader experienced in identifying, defining, and executing innovative healthcare software product strategies, as well as asserting leadership through the management of departments, cross-functional teams, and customer relationships. Jason, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. What are some of the common operational challenges that you're hearing about that hospitals are facing daily? You know, the hospitals and health systems that, that we work with every day here at Hospital IQ have a number of, of issues every day. First, they have parts of their facilities, you know, maybe even a whole, a whole hospital or the entire health system that are either overutilized or underutilized. And what that means is generally that means that patients can't get in or they're waiting to get care or that they're underutilized, meaning that they could even be overstaffed and they don't have the right balance of resources in the facility. So when you, when you have environments that have so much fluctuation in them, they actually end up creating a really chaotic environment for the care teams themselves. And what you find is the workload for a frontline staff mem member, whether that is a physician, a nurse, a tech, or, or a support resource anywhere in the organization, their workload is actually uh, very heavy, right? And, and unexpected. So it creates an unhappy environment for the care teams and, and those workers. So now we talk about patients waiting, we have over and underutilized assets, we have unhappy staff, and it really creates a complicated environment for the leadership teams to, to manage every single day. What have you seen hospital leaders doing as typical responses to overcoming some of those challenges? Well, the first thing about the hospital leaders, you know, no matter what level of the hospital they're at, they, they're amazing at what they do. And what they actually learn to do is work around all of the, the unexpected nature of their operations or, or just plan for the worst case scenarios and they become experts in, in managing this complex beast that is a health system. So they, they figure out their own playbook and themselves as leaders and, and really optimize the system on their own. Now, beyond that, what you'll generally see is they'll, they'll begin to implement strategies to improve the operations. Most organizations very traditionally will start with performance improvement. So when, whether maybe my operating rooms are underutilized or I'm having throughput issues in my ORs, I could apply a performance improvement team, go to fix those, work with the, the clinical teams and, and try to improve our performance. You could do the, you know, it's constantly done on the inpatient units in a hospital regarding patient throughput, you know, trying to optimize how long patients stay and how we get them out in an efficient way. When you do performance improvement, one of the things that an organization generally goes through is they'll begin to see their performance increase. You know, everybody's very happy with the way the performance increases. 
And they, they can actually meet their goals, whether it's a length of stay goal, maybe a utilization goal inside of their ORs. The, the unfortunate thing that happens though is once they leave that performance improvement initiative, because no performance improvement initiative can last forever, the performance generally degrades. Not overnight, but they generally find themselves going back to that baseline that, that they saw themselves operating at at one time. So beyond that then, you will see organizations attempt to innovate, right? Some, you know, even larger academic medical centers and health systems will attempt to create their own tools or build their own capabilities to try to work around the process because nobody's solving their issues for them. And I give everyone, you know, every day that I work with hospital and health system operators, I, I give them so much credit for doing the work they do and figuring out how to do it the way they do, because there's nothing more complicated than the way a health system runs. Can you talk a little bit about how AI-enabled machine learning and predictive analytics can play a role in streamlining operational efficiency and creating systemness? Yeah, so first, let's just break down the, there are a couple of terms inside of what you just had stated. First, you have you know, AI and machine learning. And when we look at predictive analytics and the idea of being predictive, and you think about the environment that we just talked about, you, you have amazing employees and workers, you're always being forced to react to condition. So predictive analytics has the opportunity to give time back to everyone involved in the process. So, you know, when we're able to predict, maybe a, a, a facility is going to, going to be at capacity or that a, you know, like an ICU will not have any beds. You're giving a leader a chance to make a decision and plan to remove that issue, remove that barrier and work with their teams to create a better outcome. So predictive analytics at its core, imagine doing that at scale across so many different healthcare leaders, not in an individual hospital and across a health system, that would be really, really hard to do. But the goal of every organization, you know, within a health system now and is to not just optimize one hospital or one department or one unit, it's to optimize the entire health system. And that's really what, what systemness can be for and will be for the organizations pursuing it. So systemness allows us to implement the same operating procedures, the same capabilities, and do the work in the same ways to create the same efficiencies inside of every part of the organization. And that is what so many hospitals and health systems are striving toward today. It just happens to be a very, very hard goal without technology. How do you scale across what we just already described as a very complex organization if you don't have technology to enable you? And here at Hospital IQ, that was you know, one of the things that, that we really uncovered over the years of work that we've been doing. You know, at first it was optimize a hospital, even optimize a department you know, inside of a hospital. And as you work with our partners and you see them expanding, whether they're expanding you know, organic, we have hospitals, we do have uh, health system building a new hospital right now. You obviously have so many acquiring uh, new hospitals now. They're growing in different ways and trying to operate as a system. A technology platform needs to grow with them and scale across that. And we've seen that be very effective for um, many of our organizations and even more trying to implement that strategy today. 
How does this fit in with existing EHRs that hospitals already have in place? Well, the EHR is an amazing runway. You know, what it really creates is a digital, you know, footprint across the, you know, the health systems and, and hospital systems that we just talked about. And, you know, for, for documentation purposes and, and revenue cycle and other, it's, it's a great tool for our clinicians and our health systems that we work with every day. Now, what we're able to do since that runway has been laid down is leverage that data to really drive action across the organization because the EHR, as you know, I just described as a, as a documentation system or you know, a revenue cycle component or you know, a clinical component of the organization isn't driving action to optimize the utilization or experience of the clinicians every day. So by, by leveraging that data, and really integrating the, the two components together, we're able to allow them to work in their clinical record, take advantage of their systems and, and drive action, you know, whether with our predictive analytics, whether it's through their phone, you know, you know and in their email, or even on a web browser, you know, sitting at their desk, you know, they can now create action across their, their enterprise using our technology in tandem with that EHR. So let me get more specific. So the EHR does a great job of providing you know, a documentation system for your OR teams and even a scheduling system to schedule those, those cases. But one of the things that happens inside of an operating room is that the time is often unavailable to get a patient in for surgery. So what we do in conjunction with the EHR is monitor that uh, the surgeries being booked inside of those ORs and identify opportunity for a, you know, that's going to go unused where we can actually get those, that time to someone else to provide surgery to the next patient. And, and that's a great way that, you know, you have a scheduling system and a documentation system, but now you have this intelligence and this open visibility to everyone in the facility on time inside of the ORs that we can maximize for, for our financial health, but also for our patients and our community to make sure that everyone has access to surgery as quickly and efficiently as possible. Another example, so inside of your, your inpatient units, obviously the EHR is the major tool to be used inside of those inpatient units. And, and we're documenting on our patients, various care members are documenting on those patients every day. But in addition, you have an organization that's trying to make sure that those patients are moving through the system as quickly and as quickly and efficiently as possible. Those patients often nobody really understands when they're going to go home. Are they going home today, tomorrow, or even later? And we can come into an environment like that and and help everyone streamline and standardize that process, predicting exactly when you're going to be out of capacity, who's going home today, tomorrow, and later, and show the organization quickly and everyone across the care team where how they can coordinate and collaborate inside of our technology to move those patients forward and, and get them out the, the door when it's appropriate for them. That idea of not just identifying, but then moving the patient through the system, removing every barrier, predicting barriers like a missing test, you know, or a post-acute placement that that's not fulfilled, 
by doing all of those things, we now have a care team that's working in collaboration with each other all day long, proactively. And that's all based off that EHR system and EHR data that is, is feeding us. So very powerful use cases that really remove the friction from how a health system operates every day. And those are the types of things that a system like Hospital IQ can do side by side with an EHR. Finally, what are outcomes that hospitals are seeing from all this? So the outcomes are, are pretty amazing. So when you, when you look across the different areas where you can apply machine learning, predictive analytics inside of a hospital system, let's go to the ORs at first. Every health system across the country would love to do more cases. Inside of those ORs, our clients are getting more cases into their ORs than ever before. Now, in the situation where maybe you're in a region where you, you can't pull more volume into your ORs, those customers are learning how to optimize the utilization of their ORs. You know, do they have to have 25 or 30 ORs open or can they run with 20? And they're learning to run them in a more efficient pattern. When you go into the inpatient side of a hospital and health system, the, the issues are a little different. So we obviously want to take care of patients. If I, if I have capacity issues on my inpatient uh, arena, I'm turning away patients. And by optimizing the throughput inside of my inpatient units, I can now take care of more patients. So I'm improving that access to care. Now, the other major issue on the inside of an inpatient unit and, and the units across the health system are the nurse staffing issues. Many organizations right now are not running with enough staff. And what our system allows them to do is optimize and balance that staff across the health system to create a, a sustainable environment and, and an optimal environment to deliver care in every day. And that does a couple of things. When you optimize and balance that staff, one, it, it's going to ensure access to every bed in the facility that we possibly can. The second thing it's going to do is allow the organization to use the most appropriate nursing resource in, in every location. And finally, you know, what it's actually going to do is it's going to make your staff much happier. So in, in, on that final point, where we're allowing ourselves to do and our clients to do is put the right nurse in the right place at the right time, which is really an amazing feat because that takes people out of being put in suboptimal situations on units where they don't uh, generally want to be or, or, or don't feel comfortable to be, which could, it, you know, in itself is not good for the patient or the nurse and really allows the organization to operate in an optimal way. And that happiness, you know, across all of those settings, you know, is really something we see in every time we deploy our technology. Jason, thank you so much for talking with me today. No, thank you for having me. I'd love to love to do it again. Thank you once again to Hospital IQ for sponsoring this episode. And thanks to our listeners for joining us. Until next time, keep taking care of patients and each other.